0: Well, good evening, everyone, um, bringing you another episode with someone who is uh, yet again uh, a pretty familiar face and voice to the Atlanta Foodcast, and the chef Ian Winslade of Mission and Market. And um, here's a chef who has quite a bit of tenure here in Atlanta. Um, Admission of market is still, you know, relatively new. Um, open within the past uh, just you know year and change, or maybe close to two years now. And um, we caught up in the afternoon a little late last week, so we could hear how things are going, and um, you know, just kicking things off. I mean, again, it really is just nice to hear people's voices and hear how things are going, and um, just catch up. And um, anyway, here's Chef Ian and the conversation that we had last Friday. Enjoy. Well, I, I, you know, I, I got, I got to just say, it's, it's really good just to hear your voice. <laughs> I mean, um, thank you, and I, I mean that sincerely and I've had a chance to just catch up with a lot of people, you know, who are, who are friends, who are people that I know and respect in the industry, people whose restaurants that, you know, we, um, we're just customers, we're patrons, we're, we're fans of. And, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy that this is part of everybody's story, kind of like the status of what's happening right now. So, um, you know, I, I guess just first and foremost, like, tell me, how are you doing?
1: Um, that's kind of a loaded question. I mean, we're doing, I'm doing. Um, it's, it's unprecedented, you know, it's like you have no real clue every day. This week's been a little bit better than last week. Last week was really awful. Like it seemed like for every 30 minutes or something, everything was changing. But you know, this week it seems to be like things have stabilized a little bit more, but the new normal is, um, you know, about 10% of the old normal. So we're doing takeout, we're doing um, a little bit of delivery through Grubhub and we're gonna get Uber Eats I think moving today so, we're trying to maintain some sort of cash flow. We're trying to reduce the inventory because this, you know, we weren't really expecting to just grind to such a f- abrupt halt. Yeah. Our building just sort of closed overnight. And um, so, and I understand why, but, you know, a part of I think everybody's struggle is trying to understand, you know, how do you, what do you do? Do you close? Do you stay open? Do you, um, you know, try to figure out a way to negotiate your way through this thing? And the only way I could figure out to do it was, is that, you know, we try to continue at least in the present time until they tell us that we can't um, and provide a service to the community and also, you know, try to keep ourselves occupied because a big part of this problem is the mental fatigue of it, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, and it, it seems like such a mix. You know, I've, I've chatted with a lot of a lot of people who are either doing something similar in that model of where they've shifted or pivoted a lot of their their menu and pared it down, and it's now primarily delivery or primarily takeout or curbside pickup or a mix of everything, and they're all just kind of scrambling day by day to see what type of um, you know, I mean, what type of traffic they can glean from any type of platform. Um, some people have kind of started selling more like pantry of like, Hey, we have all of this stuff. We might as well sell it to you if it's of use to you in your own kitchen. Um, and then others have just, you know, they've closed their doors and it's um, it's a yeah. little mix. And I, you know, I mean, I, I think either way, I I commend any decision right now because in, in one way, you're still providing a service to the city, you're still providing a service to people, the people that love you and know you. And then also on the other side is, you know, you've got to protect your team, you got to protect your family, you know, and um, it's it's such a double-edged sword on so many different levels of what's best, who knows what's best and it's it's terrible because there's truly no playbook to how you handle this and it saying it's unprecedented is, you know, it's kind of the stereotypical, you know, statement for everybody right now because it's, um, it, it's the only descriptor for it. You know, There's no other, there's no yeah, other I
1: think So, I mean, you know, and you hear all these different rumors all the time and you hear so many different things about, you know, what people are, what people are doing about it, what people aren't doing about it, what, you know, like I read something on somebody's website that you know, you can transfer it through to go packaging. So they were closing. And I mean, I did a bunch of research on it. And I mean, if, if nobody in the building has the virus, then mm. there's no way you're gonna transmit it. So we're making sure that, um, you know, we temp test ourselves <laughs> to make sure nobody has a fever. And you know, if we have any of the symptoms, there's only four of us here anyway, but if, if we yeah. have any of the symptoms, you know, then, Everybody knows. Hey, don't come. Stay home. Yeah, stay clear of it. So, as far as it goes, you know, I'm mostly interested in trying to stay, you know, selfishly somewhat in people's minds because it's it's important to me that people understand. At the end of the day, you know, when we get through this, we're still going to be here. Right. And also, um, it's important for me to try to help my community, my um, industry. So we started today, tonight. We did one last week for as, as a test run, but tonight I'm serving about 100 people from the industry that we're feeding for free, essentially. I got the food donated from um, a couple of local companies because obviously, you know, the food, so the food chain is blocked. And yeah. um, so they're sitting on a lot of product too that they need to either dispose of or give away. Right. And so I tried to take two bads and make a good out of it and you know at least feed some people in our community so yeah. i'm hoping that's going to work and i'm hoping i'm going to be able to maintain that at least for the foreseeable future that's my plan that's wonderful chef uh,
0: i i've loved seeing how people are feeding feeding the industry right now you know and i think our job you know my job from i'm just an eater like everybody else and um I've I've loved every opportunity to, you know, buy takeout and delivery. And um I've I've also, you know, just a few a few friends of ours who have restaurants, you know, they're also selling just like, you know, more bulk type items. Like, you know, hey, instead of just getting like a side of pimento cheese, like we'll sell you like a a two cup deli container of pimento cheese and you can put it in your fridge, you know, and um and I've loved that, but also just being able to tip staff, you know, like just um you know, on, on an order that might be, you know, 30 bucks, you know, just still being able to kind of shower that on people that aren't necessarily serving right now, you know, but it's, um, it's still a way to, to say like, you guys have been there for us for so long. And just because your doors aren't necessarily open for us to come sit in your restaurant, it's still our job to take care of your family as best we can.
1: Yes. And I mean, you know, the, the, the scary thing about all of this is who knows how long it's going to last and exactly. who knows, you know, what we're going to come back to, if you like. But um, yeah. one has to remain optimistic. And I think that, you know, being optimistic is, uh, is the best thing we can do right now. So we look for a little bit of light in everything that we do and just keep on plugging. Yeah. I've got a new spring menu already done. <laughs> so when we reopen the doors, we'll have a new menu. Um, it may be a summer menu by the time we get back open, but right. I hope not. But, yeah. um, you know, we're trying, we're trying to keep busy. We, we've done a lot inside the restaurant too, with regard to things that, you know, when a restaurant's operating every day of the week, you don't get those chances to yeah. maybe deep clean the way you want to and take care of things like that. So we've done a massive deep cleaning and pressure yeah. washed our patio and, Trying yeah. to get everything ready, right,
0: right, yeah. I know. I was gonna say, like, it's a, uh, it's a great time for. I mean, even with a, your team of four, you know, it's hey, let's let's all refresh ourselves on what it means to deck scrub in the kitchen. This is gonna be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and you know, I think the the best thing that what I love about your menus, chef, is, um, yeah, the the soil that all of our wonderful vegetables come from don't know that there's a pandemic and things are still going to keep growing out of the earth and whenever you guys do have a chance to reopen you know it's going to be um it's going to be great to see you know what part of the season that is because you know things are still going to keep coming out of the earth and um you know I I always look forward to that so and it's always encouraging to know
1: that yeah it's a, you know, a testament to that. Ben is the amount of pollen in the atmosphere at the moment. It's yeah, crazy.
0: it'd be great if we could make like a pollen dolce or something. Or uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's enough that you could probably do that. Yeah, I, I think that would actually be really bad. But um, but she, yeah, last, last question for you, man. Um, you know what? What would you cook for someone right now, just to bring them comfort? You know, just to like say like, hey, you know, you're I'm, I'm cooking for you in this moment, everything's going to be okay. And this is like comfort food for that. What would that be?
1: I think like really honestly, a simple roasted chicken with roasted vegetables, um, and a little side salad would be absolutely the best thing from, from my point of view for comfort. That reminds me of when I was a kid and Sunday lunches and, you know, Mm -hmm. just roasting off a, a, a chicken and doing it really perfectly, I think would be the most amazing thing I could offer.
0: Yeah. Um, buddy of mine here. Uh, I, I imagine, you know, Nick Leahy over at X and yes. uh, quote that I always think from him is that nothing beats the smell of a roasting chicken in your home. I and agree, I totally agree. Even if you're a vegan, it that's an intoxicating smell, man. <laughs> it's so good. Yes.
1: And if you know, you use yeah. some, great, some great aromats with it, it's just amazing. Absolutely. it um, you.
0: Yes. Um, Well, Chef, seriously, uh, it's just so, so good to hear your voice and just, um, you know, keep fighting the good fight, man. Keep it up. And, you know, when when all of this is, uh, you know, back to whatever normal will be. um, I'm looking forward to being one of those people um, in your sparkling clean restaurant (laughs) sitting.
1: (laughs) Thank you. We'll break some bread. That's for sure. We
0: will, man. All right, Chef. Well, hey, um, have a great day and weekend. Take care of yourselves um,
1: and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. Thank you so much for your time. Anytime, Chef. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. And um, if you heard Chef Ian talk about you know some of the things that they're doing, um, just rallying around feeding those in the service industry, and also you know trying to find best ways to to create meals for people um, to enjoy as a family, and you know still support their business. Check them out on Instagram so you can see uh, some of the things that they're working on. Um, but thanks again to Chef Ian for joining me uh, just for this quick catch up, and have another few episodes out for you guys the remainder of this week. Stay safe and I'll wash my hands if you do.